listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. You've been teasing me about uh, this thing that you're going to do tonight oh, well, that you haven't done in a long time. Well, what do you think it is? Uh, it's something, it's something kind of obvious. Uh... Now I don't know, work, work out, like go to your go to your dojo or whatever, thing like that. Because no. you haven't been able to do your karate. Or no, not you that. Do. No, going to a. I'll probably go to a restaurant tonight. I got a buddy. Oh, who's, look at a, you! Got a buddy who's leaving town, so we're just going to grab a burger tonight. But uh, you going out for a burger? I'll be at a a restaurant of Thanks. sorts, and that's something that hasn't happened in in many many months. Thanks for the invite. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it has nothing to do with you. I know. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm doing that tonight. And last night, you know, I've been trying to. Trying to do the takeout stuff, you know, right. to support local restaurants. So, right. we, you know, we got uh, some Chinese food last night, right. which was quite delicious. I am uh, I am uh, boycotting Chinese food right now. Okay, I'll bite. Why are you boycotting Chinese food? Because it's it's not inclusive. That's the only kind of food they serve. <laughs> and I think in, 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 in 2020 now, it's time for us to be a little bit more diverse in our restaurant really? choices. Yes. So you think they should serve... Perhaps eggplant, parmesan, whatever. Like yeah, that. and yeah. something other than that. Uh-huh. I just what do they call Chinese food in China? <laughs> food. Food. <laughs> Even the name in and of itself is racist. Mm-hmm. So I've decided I'm going to boycott Chinese. Food. Is that right? Yes. Which is a very very tough thing to do because boycotting causes you to work up an appetite, and yeah. nothing quenches an appetite like Chinese. Food. No, I know it's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm very actually. very yes. conflicted about it, and the problem with that is if I boycott Chinese food, I'm just going to want to go back and boycott it again an hour later. Okay. All right. But I have found through experience that Chinese food boycotts are usually better the second day. <laughs> so That's very interesting. That's yes. very enlightened of you. It really yeah, is. It certainly is. Yes. Why okay. wouldn't it be? Yeah. So what you're saying is the struggle is real. The struggle is yeah. real is okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. The struggle is real. Yeah. I'm struggling right now with this. That's so. because you're racist and okay. none of them able to see other, other people's. You ever had Chinese pizza? I don't even know how to answer that question. Exactly, because you're white. (laughs) Your white privilege is now showing through. Your inherent (laughs) bias and racism. You don't think Chinese people eat pizza too? I was the guy out supporting the Chinese food industry last night. Yeah, well, again, again, you're supporting Mm -hmm. systemic racism is what you're doing. (laughs) You're continuing to perpetuate a a non-inclusive food source. Yes. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Does it? No. I was going to say on some planet. So, okay, just we're just going to brag for another minute here about Again? Mark and Anna Paul's Feed Arizona food drive from this past weekend. And actually, just just thank you so much because yeah. we're up to like, you know, we left the link open. So we cheated a little bit. But, well, I mean, we, let's we, we give, give the Saturday total and then tell you where yeah, we're at. Yeah, 311,000 meals yeah. from Saturday. Which is which nice. Is, which is like over 40 grand in, in money, in monetary donations. And now we're up to somewhere around 340,000 with more money coming in on that yeah. link. So yeah, if, we, if we played our cards right by, by Friday, if, you know, if people continue to be as generous as they have, we could end up with a half million meals. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's not probable, but I'm just saying it's possible if people... It is. It's at KSLX.com. Yeah. It's, it's still up there. So um, the amazing thing, we, we got some statistics from St. Mary's Food Bank, who all the you know the, the meals are for, okay. and their clientele. Jerry Brown let us know that on Saturday, we got over 100 $100 bills. Okay. 
That's $10,000 right there in just... In $100 bills. That denomination. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because most people came up and just handed us 20s. Like, they would just come by, and, and they would give us $100 donations, but it was 520s or that sort of a deal. Yeah. But but the most common denomination that I saw, and normally when you do one of these sort of food drives, people hand you 5 bucks or a couple bucks here and there, 10 bucks there. Which is but, great. But 20s was like the $5 bill of that day. It was like, we got a lot of 20s. Tons of 20s. Which was cool. The most amazing statistic to me, though, is that when all that cash was counted... Right. There were only four $1 bills in the entire pile. Four singles. Four singles. So not a whole lot of people left the strip club <laughs> to make a donation. I mean, we got we got some change here and there, you know, but yeah. it was usually on top of these bigger donations. Yeah, of, to, to of try and make them cash. odd numbered, yeah, so that Jerry Brown and, had to do weird math. And so uh, the four singles is, to me, astounding because... I don't know if you were standing next to me, but I remember a woman coming up and giving us three $1 bills and saying, right. I'm sorry, I don't have more cash with me. Right. And I remember saying, that's okay. This is 21 meals, you know, because each buck yeah. equates to seven do- seven meals at right. St. Mary's Food Bank. Yeah, that was great. So she fed almost two dozen people. And do you remember the other guy who gave us the lone single, which again is worth seven meals. And if everybody did that, it'd be, there'd be no hunger problem. Yep. No, it was, uh, do you remember him? I do. Because he, he do you was, remember his wallet? That's exactly what I remember. It was a tumor. <laughs> that thing wallet needed a saddle. There was how, so much leather in that wallet. I, I thought I thought it had it should have had buckhorns on it. <laughs> and Ted Tex Earnhardt should have been riding it. Right. It was so big. It was gigantic. It was I mean, he he pulled it I don't know where he I don't know if he had it in a pocket. He pulled it out so fast I didn't see where it came from. But I don't know that he could put that in a pocket. I mean, you'd, I don't you'd, think end, he up could. A, you'd end up with a hip problem and tear your tear your pants. He developed what scoliosis of the spine by yes. sitting on that on one side. And this is not an exaggeration. No. This guy's wallet was easily three inches thick. Yes, it, picture, I mean, I mean, it picture was, a trifold wallet, right? That you fold up, right? So it's in it's in the smallest thing it can be, right? And you set it on its side, but not, there is no side because it was almost round, right? But what is what would normally be the flat side of a wallet? If he set that on a counter, I'm telling you, it was it was almost four inches high. It looked like it, it looked like a hamburger. I mean, it was, it was I mean, it was it was huge. A twin it was, patty hamburger. Yeah, it was it was the biggest wallet I'd ever seen. And by the way, not a very big guy. So even if he had that wallet in his pocket, I'm sure he would have looked happy to see everybody. Yes, because it was it was a math. It was a tumor. It was that like wallet. it was the biggest wallet I've ever seen. It was like that Seinfeld episode where George has the gigantic wallet. Similar. Yeah. And he can't fit one more slice of paper into it. Right. It's so jam packed. Imagine putting a baseball in your back pocket. <laughs> that was kind of what it was. It was crazy. Yeah. But he donated. Everybody donated. We thank you all for raising so much money with us here at KSLX. Now, on Monday morning, like we've been talking about, our building is empty here. Yeah. Right, somebody so. somebody at another radio station tested positive for the COVID thing. So uh, we were given the option. Everybody was given the option to work from home or to come to the studio. We figured this is cleaner than our houses. Yeah. So we might as well come here. So Guido is not in the building today. Nobody is here. He was he was not on he was not in the building on Monday. So a lot of times when we give stuff away, Guido will be the guy, our producer, who will take the name and information so we can get that person their prize. Right. So that's been left to us here in the studio. So it's literally just like the early days of the show. It's Mark and Neanderthal and nobody right. else. Yeah, the struggle is real. Yeah. Because we're doing all this extra work here. Yes, exactly. So answering phones and such. I smile as I say that. So on Monday. We were talking to this woman named Cheryl, who had just won something. I can't remember. Right. But I, I asked her this question and, and pay particular attention to her answer. Okay. And the, the, the wonderful little arrogance that sort of permeates it here. Okay, then. Here we go. 
Uh, how do you spell your version of Cheryl? My version is the correct one. It's <laughs> S-H-E-R-Y-L. Oh, I love that. Well, that's because you, this is something people don't know behind the scenes. Mark is very proud of the way that he spells his name. Well, uh, because they're, you know, the you other. You spell it M-A-R-K. Right. Because, because other C, people, yeah. You know about C. Other people spell it M-A-R-C. Yeah, and C is for clowns. Right. You have a, but there's other ways to spell your name. There's also M-A-R-Q-U-E or M-A-R-Q. See, I, I've seen that here or there, but that's not, that's, you know, come on. That's a pretender is what that is. Okay. Yeah. So you, yeah. you can't spell it that way. See, this is the beauty M-A-R-K. Of, this is the beauty of being named Paul. Because Although I have found that even though it's a nickname, some people actually refer to me to, as Neander, as if that was my, my legitimate <laughs> but, like birth, birth given name. Like my parents were like, yes, we shall call him Neander. Right. Paul is his middle name. Yes. No, Paul is your first name. That's one that's pretty that's pretty straightforward. It's yeah. P-A-U-L. It's, yeah. I've it's, only had very few people have asked me how to spell my name. Slash was one of the guys who asked me how to spell my name. Really? Yeah. He was signing something. He goes, how do you spell your name? I went, it's P-A-U-L. He goes, all right. I just want to make sure you you didn't spell it a weird way. Like, he gets it. Right. He gets that with there are people L's. who have yeah, weird names or yeah. P, P-O-L with an umlaut over the O or something like that. <laughs> or a silent N yeah, at something, the beginning. Something goofy know. like that. But, yeah, you know, how you spell your name. My ex-wife used to consonant hog because her name was Jennifer, and she would often go by Jen. But when she would sign her emails and stuff, it was J-E-N-N. Oh, it was, it was an un- the unnecessary end. Yeah, that's she an didn't unnecessary need that. one. I no. mean, she was a nice woman and all, but I think I think a little bit a little bit selfish when it came to consonants. Uh, hang on, let me see what we got here. What What's your first name, buddy? My first name is John. John. How do you spell it? Uh, <laughs> J O H N. Yeah. How do you feel about Johns that spell their name J O N? Um, I think they're parents should pay a penalty for <laughs> spelling their names like that. All right. Okay. Well, no, I, could, I, I believe that takes up a little bit less space on a job application. And It if, does. And, and you, if you're don't significant, really, you don't really need the H. Right. And but we're all used to it. If your significant other uh, writes you a Dear John letter, it makes it a little bit easier for them. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But you don't want to make it easier for them. So. No, yeah, it's a good point. What? Uh, okay, think of a name that could be spelled like, one name that pops into my mind is Carrie. Like the fe- the female name Carrie, Carrie Tracy, yeah, Carrie. Carrie's a big one though, because I think because you can do a bunch of things with Carrie. It's only two syllables, and you you could spell it probably ten different ways. C A R R I E, like uh, it's like the Sissy Spacek movie, right? You uh, can spell it C A R R I. I guess there's yeah. also K A R I, right? Although Carrie. that's ca- although that's Kari. Some people will call it Carrie. You know, if you have, I, I'd be curious if K E R R I. Yeah, there's all kinds of them. Yeah, K C A R E Y. C-A-R-Y. Well, here's the thing, though. It depends on what part of the country is, because if you pronounce those those names correctly, it's Kari, Kari, Kari. Like there's a, but but for whatever it is, we get lazy. We pronounce it. Just, it's all becomes Kari. Kari. Yeah. yeah, because we because yeah. we're, we're lazy. That one is that one is confusing. But I, if you've got I'd be curious, like Tracy's one. T-R-A-C-I-T-A-T-R-A-C-Y. E-Y. Yeah. Yeah. T-R-A-C-E-E. That, I've seen that too. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. T-R-A-C-I, Tracy Lords. Oh. And there's probably somebody who spells it T-R-A-Y-C-E-E. Oh, something yeah. like that. Or, or you could, T-R-A-S-I or something like that. 480-470-KSLX. Tell us why your version is the correct version of whatever your name is. See, Paul is so much easier than I thought it was. It's way easier. So we got on this jag here about the way you spell different names. And it was because we were talking to a woman named Cheryl on Monday. She had won something and we were getting her information 
and we asked her how she spelled it. Uh, how do you spell your version of Cheryl? My version is the correct one. It's S-H-E-R-Y-L. I love that. It's a little on the arrogant side. Because yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a Cheryl right now driving who spells it C-H-E-R-Y-L. That's the only like, Cheryl I knew because I had a cousin named Cheryl, and that was yeah, the, that's, the only way I knew her that's name. That's actually the one I'm used to. Yeah, but, me too. But Cheryl Crow is, a, is an S-H, Cheryl, I believe. Yeah, S-H-E-R-Y-L, right? If, if I'm not mistaken. And so. I've, I've seen S-H-E-R-R-I-L. I've seen that, you too. You get into all different kinds of spellings, yeah. and everybody thinks that their version is the correct version. Right. See, that's right? why my name is so easy. Paul is an easy name. To say. You can't really screw with that one. No difference with Paul. Yep. Yeah, that's, nope. that's, that is a simple one. Mm-hmm. So what's your name, bud? This is Steve. Steve, as in Steven, right? How do you spell your version of Steven? S-T-E-V-E-N. What do you think of Stevens who use a P-H in the middle? I, I, I don't really like that. I think it's too fancy. Fancy you, pants. You can pick one, pick one way of spelling a name and stick with it. I don't like fancy names. <laughs> wow. All right, see. Well, P-H is for phonies. Well, <laughs> very nice. Because, you know, on my name, it should be spelled with a K at the end because C, C is. is for clowns. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not so hung up on it. I do. I will tell you, though, uh, I'm guessing the place where this is a bigger, bigger issue than anywhere else is at the coffee shop, the place where they have to write your name on the coffee cup. Right. Right. Because, because, you know, how many times does somebody say, because you, sometimes you don't hear them call your name when it's ready. So you, maybe you're in the bathroom, whatever it is, or you're, maybe you're using their Wi-Fi or whatever it is, you're checking something else, maybe finishing up that novel that you've been working on. Yes, and, when, when people used to sit in coffee shops. Yeah, and then, but, but then you go back and you look on the counter and there's you know, four or five different coffee cups there and you're like, well, that's not mine because that's not how I spell my name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and then the, you never know. Yeah, another problem with Stephen with a PH in the middle is that there's three letters before the PH only two after, so there's no pH balance. Right. You know which what I'm is, saying? Which is a problem. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, so who do we have here? Good morning. This is Pamela with two L's. <laughs> two L's? And the reason Pamela, is, why? Why? Did you, did you feel like you really needed that extra L? <laughs> well, that was my mother's doing, not me. All right. De- doesn't, that you, doesn't that make you Pamela? Pamela? I, I get all kinds of pronunciations, yes. Well, E-L-L-A is Ella, so I would think it would be Pamela. Actually, in this part of the country, you're actually now Pamela. <laughs> no, my grandmother was Leela, L-E-L-A, so my mom just juggled that around and stuck it at the end of Pam. All right. But it well, caused great, great problems along my life. I'm sure you've had to spell it for people many times. Just let your mom know that there's a Lloyd out there who could have used that L. Yep. <laughs> have a great day. Love see you guys. Ya. All right. See ya. But wouldn't that make him Yoid? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it would make him Yoid. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got to be consistent. By the way, Pamea, you ever you ever served that at a dinner oh, party? Oh, rice, yeah. So tasty, yeah. isn't Pamea. it? Very, very, sometimes can be spicy, too. Okay, then. Let's talk about a way to lose. Acting like a fool, an idiot, a miscreant, a malcontent, mm-hmm. a straight-up moron, or the Mark and Andrew Paul dumbass of the day. Yeah, you know what? This this has all those elements right here. Uh, so like a week or two ago, Boris Vaxman was on a Zoom call with some other people. Boris sounds like a villain. 
Uh, well, yeah. yeah. So I think it might be the first Boris we've ever had in the dumbass of the day. It's very possible, sure. Bo- Boris is on the Zoom call with some other folks, and the discussion turned toward the George Floyd case and the protests and the riots, etc. So at a, at a certain point, Boris weighed in with his opinions, which were that black people were pretty much causing all the trouble and that the majority of them don't want to work but instead just want to steal, kill, and do drugs. How'd that work out for him? So, a very sweeping statement right there. I would think so. Yeah, yeah not, 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 the, not the most politically correct opinion you could hold. Broad strokes. Yeah, I think so. so All black people, you say? Yes. Well, oh, that's okay. well, well, Boris said most of them, the majority. Oh, most of them. Yes. Okay, sure. So, Boris... Thanks, uh, Boris. Nice job. You can imagine the reaction that got when it got out because Boris... He's not a regular Joe. No, he's a Boris. He's not even a regular Boris. No, he's a slightly irregular human being. He is a coach at St. John's University in New York. St. John's, you say? Yes. Hmm. Uh, St. John's probably most known for their basketball program. That's where yep. Chris Mullen came out of. Yep. Uh, who was one of the 92 Olympians. Um, now, Boris isn't the basketball coach. He's the assistant fencing coach. Ah, a very elegant sport, if Wait, ever there were one. Did I say he is the... Wait. Oh, hold on. He was the assistant Uh, fencing coach. And I forgot this part. Boris also tossed this gem in. Boris said he wasn't sure Abraham Lincoln did the right thing. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He said he thinks thought Abe made a mistake with the Emancipation well, Proclamation. Well, and for, again, broad strokes. Well, you know, wow. look, for every decision that's made in life, there's always a dissenting opinion. And <laughs> Boris apparently yeah. is the one. Yep. All right. Of course, okay, St. John's Boris. fired him. Yeah. St. Nice John's job, fired buddy. him. But Boris also works for USA Fencing. Oh, does he? Wait, did I say he works? No. He used to work uh, for USA. <laughs> Yes. Yep. They've well, also denounced his remarks. I hope Boris is financially stable because I believe his future employment prospects mm-hmm. are slim to none. Yeah. He also coaches fencing at a private club in New York City. Do Does not, he? Do not know what the outcome there is, but I think we have an inkling. Yeah. Right? All right, Boris. Well done. Yeah. You got Joker. <laughs> Joker. And, and the triple. triple. Yeah. Good news, though. With all this fencing going on, Boris usually has a mask on. So... His likelihood of spreading coronavirus is low. Well, so there's that. There's one positive to be taken from this story. Boris Zaxman, or Vaxman, I should say. Right there is your Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Matthias from the Scorpions. That was a beautiful story you just told. Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson. ArrowheadHarley.com is where you'll find them. Suppose we'll have to talk more about this stuff as the uh, the days and weeks go on. The uh, let's see, they banned "Gone with the Wind." Yeah, and now they're going to change. They took Alma Fudd's gun. They're going to change um, uh, Aunt Jemima pancake syrup. Well, they're, they're, they're doing away. They're doing away with Aunt Jemima. Yeah, they're doing away with her and, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, t- I, I was just looking to see if there were any more like major protests in the last few days. I got to tell you. Uh, Boston is not like... Well, that's where the country was founded, so that's the that's, that's the, the very first protest. I suppose, but yeah. I, I had to... Man, oh man. They not, not only knocked over the Christopher Columbus statue, they beheaded it. Yeah. They took Christopher Columbus's head off. Was yeah. Rolling, rolling around in the street. Well, I'm guessing somebody went to that protest looking for a head. Yeah. They, yeah, well, somebody got that, you know. Yeah. So it was probably rolling around and... Yep. I didn't. I mean, somebody I, picked it up. I wouldn't expect that's the kind of head you get at a protest, but you know. <laughs> 
Well, you know what they say. What? It's not every day you get that kind of head. And oh, that is, is, that, is that what they say? It's historic is what happened yeah, there. It is, yeah. Wh- whoever special, got that. It's a special kind of head that you can get at a protest. Uh, yeah. Special, yeah. Absolutely. In this kind of situation, well, you, you, you know what they say. What? That kind of head is hard to come by. Is it? It's very true. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. would, would you call it protest? I, I, listen, I, all I know is that if I were going to a protest, I wouldn't expect to get that kind of head. While I was there. Well, here's the thing. you got to be discreet when you're looking for that kind of head because while everything else is going on around you, you got to be very secretive while trying to right. obtain head. Yeah, because right. it's, that's, it's, it's, you know, it's historic. I understand. Yeah. And again, it's a unique type of head that you just, you know, you can't get that at home. you got to go to a protest and get it that, that way. That is very true. Yeah, exactly. Of course, um, you know what they do with that kind of head when you get it home. What? You make a bong. Exactly. <laughs> out on Saturday for Mark and Neanderthal Feed Arizona. By the way, the donation a woman donated a thousand bucks yesterday. The link is still open at KSLX.com so you can still donate meals to St. Mary's. Right. But not only a phenomenal response, but we were talking to a lot of folks on Saturday and uh, one of them really enjoyed uh, we had been joking around about the rat commercial. You know the Geico you know, it's a great it's house a rat, we rat live problem, in. Yeah. We, have, we have, but we have a rat problem. And the, By ba- the way, and the band Rat is there playing in the basement and the in the laundry room. Because and, of that commercial, now Rat is back on the charts, it, which is so whatever, cool. It's, I mean, they they have a second hit forty years later or thirty five years later. Round and round is a great song. Sure, it you is. Know, there's, and, I mean, there's more to Rat than that, but okay. Yeah, it's a fantastic song. So you know, when the guy says, "But uh, you know, the house is great, but we have a rat problem." Yeah, that's right. And then they the say, new house is amazing. Yeah. So much character. Yeah. Original crown molding, walk-in closet. Yeah, but then he goes, but we do but have we a rat, have a rat we problem. We do have a rat problem. So we were joking last week, you know, because you, you could just say, you know, new house is great, crown molding, but we have a scorpion problem, right, you know. Exactly. So And we, we were joking around about that. Okay, a guy came up on Saturday, and he suggested a bunch of them. So let's... let's the new house is amazing. So much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closet. But we have a monkey problem. <laughs> That sort of works. All right, I I get that one. Let's perform the commercial again for him. Okay, you ready? Here we go. The new house is amazing. So much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closet. But we have a zombie problem. All right, that sort of works too. These are all this guy's ideas. Okay, okay, that one works. Let's do another one. He goes. Okay, let's let's perform the commercial again. (laughs) Okay, then. The new house is amazing. So much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closet. But the ductwork doesn't work properly, and we have an air supply problem. Yeah, that's a big one. I could do. I could do without that one. That one hurts. That's a a big problem. I would say that's a huge problem. It really is. Okay. Um, And he had one more for us, so we'll we'll perform the commercial again. All righty. Yes. The new house is amazing. So much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closet. But we uh, have a bird problem. I like that one. I still think the air supply problem is probably the best one. Well, it's the most severe. I would think so. Yeah. That is that the most serious one. problem. you got to get to that one first. That's at the top of the priority list. Yeah, I think some of them are, are merely just nuisances, whereas the air supply problem could be <laughs> could be deadly. I mean, that's not to say that it's not a nuisance, because, I mean, who doesn't hate the air supply problem? Right. Possibly yeah. there, so. It's a big nuisance. Uh, so all right. I didn't catch that guy's name, but he was very funny. All right. And he donated money like everybody else did, or donated food like everybody else did, and we did a great job. You did. Did a great job this past Saturday raising money and food for St. Mary's Food Bank. One hundred point seven KSLX. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers using only the letters necessary. T O M. Yeah, Petty. not not T H O M because that's consonant hogging. That is. Yeah. 
We, yeah, we got into that earlier because uh, had a, a winner, a contest winner earlier in the week, and we were taking her information, and her name was Cheryl, so I asked her the normal question. Uh, how do you spell your version of Cheryl? My version is the correct one. It's S-H-E-R-Y-L. <laughs> oh, okay. I well, laugh every time I hear that. My yeah. version is the correct one. The correct one, sure. Yeah. And why wouldn't it be? So we started talking about names and how you spell them and how... Everybody thinks their spelling is the correct way. Like, you know, for and I, and I happen to, I don't think it, I know it, you know, with Mark, that's spelled with a K at the end, because if you spell it with a C, well, you know, C is for clowns. Well, you, so but, you don't but use can, that on the end. But it can be spelled M-A-R-Q. Yeah, I don't see that a lot. That's, M-A-R-Q-U-E. M-A-R-K. That's the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I have an easy name. It's P-A-U-L. Nobody has ever asked me how to spell it, the, the proper, except for Slash from Guns N' Roses. He actually asked, because his name is Saul, and his is spelled S-A-U-L. True. So he says to me, hey, I had him autograph something when he was in the studio. What, are you big-timing me? A little bit. <clears throat> I had him autograph something. He goes, well, how do you spell your name? I'm like, seriously? It's, it's Paul. He goes, I just want to make sure you're not one of those people that spells it weird, like P-O-L with an umlaut over the top. Right, right. Yeah. So, And that is, you know, anybody who spells their name differently than the way you spell that particular version of the name spells it weirdly. Yeah. That's how everybody so. thinks, yeah. right? So, what's up? Hey, I got one for you. Um, Jason and Jason. J-A-S-O-N or J-A-Y-A-S-O-N. Well, the Y makes a big Don't difference, you? as we have found in the... Vo- that's the vowel rule. Sometimes Y. Right. So, which one are you? <laughs> I'm the first one. No Y. No Y. Which, really, let's face it... Because Y is for yahoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you need a why? There's no reason for Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the question is, why? Yeah, why is for yahoos? I think that says it all. You know, that is a good point right there. Interesting stuff. I got a funny story about this guy that introduced himself. He uh, he mentioned, he goes, my name, nice to meet you, my name is Todd with one D. Yeah, and I'm like, who cares, dude? I'm never going to spell your name. <laughs> So Todd is not getting a Christmas card from that guy. There you go. No no Christmas card for Todd. I've never seen Todd with only one D. Uh, I don't... Was see, there, there, used to, there might have been a football player that had T-O-D. See... I don't remember. But again, that's still consonant shaming. My ex-wife, who was a lovely woman, but she put an unnecessary N at the end of her first name. Was Jen. Jen. Her name was Jen, Jennifer, and... She signed all of her stuff, J-E-N-N. And I'm like, is that second N necessary? Well, seriously, because when you smell like you can hear it. When you spell out Jennifer, it's not so bad. But if you just, she would sign her like emails, Jen. Yeah, everything made J-E-N. And I was like, I know. But it would be J-E-N-N. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that is weird. Just in that short of form, that's I seem like I, not, She was consonant hogging. She was, I think, a little bit selfish when it came to ends and my Get Smart DVD box set. She did take that she when did she take left. That, yeah. yeah, She took it with her. Which, uh, that's didn't, ask, didn't ask for it in the divorce. Pretty heartless thing to took do. Took it anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. So names are, are sort of those things that we don't have. There's not a whole lot of consistency with this, what I'm saying. No, no. But again, I, I just love the way everybody's certain that their name is the right way to spell it. Sure. Uh, how do you spell your version of Cheryl? My version is the correct one. Uh-huh. It's S-H-E-R-Y-L. Yeah, the correct one. I listen one. to that all day. Yeah. And you know what I like about that is she said the correct one, not the right one. Right. The correct one. Exactly. This is the correct spelling. Who's there? Hi, my name's Lynn. It's L-I-N. That is the correct way to spell it. Are you Asian? 
No, I'm not, but I have been asked if I spoke it. <laughs> if you spoke Asian? <laughs> yes. Asian is such a wonderful language. I love Asian. Yes. <laughs> One thing about Asian is that it's a universal language and there are no other sub-dialects of it. Right, no, no. <laughs> Nothing like Mandarin or Chinese. Or, yeah. But anyway, so so... So have you ever come to blows with anybody who spells it L-Y-N-N-E? Uh, no, I have not. Have you ever argued with somebody over the proper way to spell your name? No. Uh. But I have told people my middle name is Duh. Dot? Duh. Linda. D-A. Duh. Duh. That is funny. All right, Lynn, you have a good one. You know, Lynn is a name for being one syllable can be spelled like you could do L-I-N as she does. You could do L-Y-N. I've seen that. L-Y-N-N. L-Y-N-N-E. Yes. It's a lot uh, of different spellings of it. L-I-N-N. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to. And yeah, by I've, the way. I've seen that too, yeah. I did want to mention, you know, aside from one of my favorite languages being Asian. Yes. Asian is a, it's, it's such an easy language to speak to. You know what else is one of my favorite languages? What? European. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right, it's uh, we can't do this anymore. We got to stop. Okay, the, we, the, we are the, done the with that. The main game has to call. We have to call <laughs> it in. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 